0: Hello and welcome. The name of this podcast series is Taboo Truths and Tales. This podcast is marked explicit. This podcast is produced in partnership with ustaboo.com. Specials are right now available there exclusively for you because you are listening to this podcast. Visit ustaboo.com, go there to discover all kinds of very special stuff posted there just for you. Taboo Truths and Tales, it is hosted by de D'Souza. That's me. Some of you may know me by my nickname as Woody. Whatever you want to call me, I welcome you here to this podcast. Now let's get started. Thank you. This is Thief of Eggs, narrated by Madera D'Souza. Not worries, since he is almost age 40, that he is not as masculine as he believes he should be at this point in his life. He is obsessed with becoming more like the men in his secret fantasies. They always feature taboo adventures of strongly masculine men who dominate weaker men sexually. But these perverse fantasies only produce embarrassment for him because he cannot envision himself as one who actually would succeed in dominating other men. He goes to work each day for an international company with headquarters near the World Time Clock in Berlin. At work, he finds many opportunities to see and fantasize about the finest of Germany's young and sexually active men. These visual riches serve to make him feel worse as he continues to feel that he lacks masculine power. Then one day, a young trainee starts a two-week assignment, an internship, on the uh, exact floor where Cannot has a private office trainee looks very young and cannot presumes these boyish looks means the intern is a virgin so cannot compels the trainee the intern to get on his knees and carefully crawl under cannot's desk apparently looking for a misplaced external drive which actually never existed Once the intern is under Connaught's desk, it is relatively simple for Connaught to expose his sudden erection to the young man. Anyone looking through the glass walls at Connaught as he sits at his desk would never know what was going on. Connaught shoots his load into the trainee's throat and quickly demands that the young man on his knees swallow the juices immediately. Cannot leads the trainee into a supply closet where he forces the young man, not wearing trousers, to lie on his back on the floor. The trainee experiences unexpected thrills when Kanat spreads the young man's legs apart and generously licks his fresh, virginal boyhole. The trainee, of course, responds with a wild, unrestrained orgasm. In his nightly sadomasochistic fantasies, Connaught uses a device of his own invention, a lithium battery-powered tool that looks like it came right out of a dystopian science fiction film from the 1980s. The compact handheld device has a trigger that cannot squeezes to cause extremely sharp blades to open and close quickly while a red laser shoots back and forth from blade to blade accompanied by the familiar sounds of heated corn popping in a pan. The trainee doesn't even notice right away what has happened. Cannot had used his nutcracker gun to stun the young man's scrotum, slice off his thick balls, and then seal the incision so there was no pain and no blood. The look that overtakes the trainee's face is a combination of horror and humiliation, especially when Cannot opens his mouth wide and chomps on and then swallows the young victim's severed nuts. The next morning, Kanat awakens, knowing that he has a day off from work. He rolls over naked in his bed, and that's when Kanat realizes he feels differently compared to the previous day. He steps out of bed and walks to a large mirror on the nearby closet door. Canot is shocked to see that he looks more muscular this morning than he has ever looked before. A large smile overtakes Canot's face as he sees in the mirror how his cock and balls are bigger. The doorbell rings immediately, followed by a loud knocking of a man's hand cannot remembers that he has an appointment for maintenance repair and quickly finds a pair of deep blue gym shorts to put on the familiar shorts seem suddenly tighter against his manhood this morning When Connaught opens the front door, he sees a young maintenance repair guy who immediately casts his gaze downward at Connaught's bulge, which can barely be contained in his blue gym shorts. The maintenance worker smiles seductively as he gently smooths his thick hands over his ample crotch behind tightly fitting blue denim jeans. Kanat motions silently to invite him in to enter the apartment and then quickly Kanat unbuckles the large leather belt and slides the young maintenance workers pants downward until they rest upon his large work boots cannot says nothing at all as he grabs his visitor by the waist and spins him around so that he faces the wall and allows cannot to plunge his surprisingly thicker and longer cock deep into the young man's ass to deposit a generous load Connaught laughs deliriously as he retrieves his nutcracker gun from a nearby drawer while the young man, the maintenance man, is not watching since he has distracted himself by bringing himself to orgasm after getting fucked by Connaught. The removal of the maintenance man's balls using the nutcracker gun is supposed to be surprisingly and suddenly quick as well as painless and bloodless. The agonized shrieks of the young man before he passes out would seem to suggest otherwise is true. Connaught savors the moment as he eats those large round balls and admires the unconscious victim lying on his back on the wooden floor of the apartment. The next morning, Connaught examines himself in the reflection of his bedroom mirror by the bed. He accepts the impossible truth that his body somehow has become even more muscular compared to 24 hours ago. Cannot also is thrilled to see that his cock and balls have grown a full size larger overnight. He brings himself to orgasm three times while standing at that mirror, watching himself enjoys watching his juices drip downward to the floor and wonders how far these changes will take him. So it is that Cannot vows each day of his life from now on will include stealing and then eating men's testicles. The sheer size of the population throughout the metropolitan area of Berlin makes it an easy task for Knott to find all the desirable young men he needs to sustain his growth in masculinity and muscles, eating their testicles crime investigators begin to identify patterns of inexplicable outcomes of young men under the age of 40 reporting having their balls cut off by a perpetrator who then feasts on what he has stolen from them. However, the male-dominated media companies choose not, not, to go public and report these outcomes due to the gruesome nature of these brutal rituals. Meanwhile, throughout Berlin, the theft and eating of men's balls continues unabated. A hitchhiker, minus his balls, is found naked, knocked out, and splashed with his own cum near the Brandenburg Gate after he was raped in the back seat of his own car. A handsome college male survives his attack, but then plunges into depression stemming from the sudden loss of his balls. A bodybuilder at a popular gym in Berlin is found unconscious, in the gym locker room without his nuts, and he has his own ejaculate all over his stomach. Yet, even when a good-looking young man, who is a federal police detective, is revised to consciousness after his balls were cut off while he rode on an inbound train to Berlin, the law enforcement officials throughout Germany remain no closer to solving these crimes." And then the day arrives when the reports of these brutal attacks suddenly stop. The federal police conclude that the perpetrator has likely left Berlin. In fact, cannot decides to move to the state of Qatar on the Persian Gulf because of its high levels of personal wealth and a seemingly inexhaustible large supply of potential young male victims. Knot's brutality, muscular strength, and large-scale cock continue to escalate. The first of Knot's victims to die during an attack is a young, dark-skinned, and muscle-bound man with an exceptional cock. His decapitated body without testicles is found in a hotel room shower. Investigators are stunned at seeing the large amount of cum found all over the victim's body and the floor of that shower enclosure. They use the DNA found in the semen in that shower to determine that the perpetrator is European. An undercover law enforcement group in Qatar composed of stunning examples of Arab masculinity and confidence, makes history by capturing Kanat in a different hotel room just moments before Cannat was going to use his nutcracker gun once again. So Kanat awakens in a completely unofficial jail cell where he finds that he is totally naked. He also finds his arms and legs are spread apart with a mylar rope that is tied to the ceiling and to the floor. The undercover men take turns kicking and punching Cannot, even while their faces betray how impressed they are with the size of his cock and his balls. Cannot is unable to withstand the violent impact of sustained cock and ball torture, and he ends up unconscious, not surprisingly, with a diminished heartbeat. That does not, however, stop the punishment that Canat is given by his captors. He awakens after sunrise to discover he is ejaculating into the moist, warm mouth of one of the undercover men who has been applying suction to Connaught's engorged cock and squeezing his massive balls unmercifully. Canat is hauled naked and shackled to another unknown unofficial place. It is where judicial proceedings take place. The man who is in charge of the judicial proceedings demands to know why Cannot has committed such acts of unrelenting brutality. Speaking in his native German, Cannot keeps repeating one simple and honest explanation. I increase my masculinity by eating men's balls. The undercover man who had swallowed Kanaat's juices after sucking his cock in the unofficial jail cell steps forward during those judicial proceedings. He explains in Arabic to the man in charge that he's noticed his own body has had an increase in masculine traits the morning after he swallowed Kanaat's cum. The man in charge of the judicial proceedings replies that if that's true, they should incarcerate Kanat and milk him for his cum. He adds that they would also be able to keep him alive and fuck him repeatedly as retribution specifically for his crimes. While also they make an ongoing fortune selling his seed as a masculinity enhancement. This was Thief of Eggs. From an original story idea by Sebastian of Germany. I am Madera Souza. I adapted this into a full-length story, and I am your narrator. This podcast is produced in partnership with U.S.Taboo.com. Specials are right now available there exclusively for you because you are listening to this podcast. Visit U.S.Taboo.com. Go there to discover all kinds of very special stuff posted there just for you.